hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Hello, Queer Money listeners. This is a special bonus episode of the Queer Money Show. In light of the new world many of us are facing, John and I want to make sure we are sharing with all of you anything we can that will help you get through this time. In the Queer Money Facebook group and on the Debt Free Guys Facebook page, we are hosting a minimum of three Facebook Lives covering topics that are pertinent to the economic situation almost every single one of us is facing. Today's show, and for at least the following two weeks, we will have additional bonus shows. These shows are minimally produced, so please accept our apologies with any differences in sound. We will also be skipping our usual intros and episode takeaways. Each week, we will have a free checklist you can download. For this week's, go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash bonus one, and that's the number one. Make sure you are a member of the Queer Money Facebook group to join the recordings live and to contribute questions. Let's do this. Uh, but just to give context, uh, we know that a lot of people are stressed and concerned about their finances right now due to the uh, the pandemic that we're all dealing with. Uh, people are getting a little bit uh, uh, antsy being stuck in their house with not a whole lot to do. And David and I figured that uh, there's one way that we can help uh, the community, and that's with maybe uh, their, their, with their finances. And so that's why we put this series together. Uh, so hopefully you find it valuable and it helps uh, abate some of your financial concerns uh, that I think a lot of us are dealing with right now. I'm, um, I don't know that there are many people who um, aren't necessarily stressed. I mean, uh, whether you, regardless of uh, what income brackets you're in, there's there's some part of the economy that's, I think, stressing everybody out. Um, so we're kind of all in this together. And uh, we are trying to speak to the broadest population as possible. We can't speak to everybody, unfortunately, um, but we will try to speak to the broadest population as possible. Um, probably won't be able to cover um, the extremes at either end of the income spectrum, unfortunately. Um, but if you have any specific questions about your situation, again, feel free to, to ask, and, and we'll uh, answer that to the best of our ability or provide you with some resources for you to uh, refer to. Yeah. I think one of the things that John and I want to say is that we understand that there are, there are a lot of you right now who are dealing with heightened levels of anxiety, uh, that some of you have already experienced either job loss or reduction in your available hours, uh, how much time you're working. So you know that there is either a, a lack of income or reduced income that's happening. Um, we feel for you. Uh, to be honest, we are in the same situation. Our income right now is also affected by this. And so it's we completely understand and can relate to you. Um, At the same time, because of our background and the things that we've been doing over the last three to four years with Debt Free Guys and our Queer Money podcast, we have had experience with individuals who have reached out to us saying, what do I do? I'm in a desperate situation. So we want to try to provide some relief and some hope. I think that's, that's the big thing here is what kinds of things can we do right now to help provide a little bit of hope, a little bit of relief and try to keep those levels of anxiety down. Uh, the, the problem with anxiety is oftentimes when we get anxious about things, either we stop making the decisions we need to make, or we sometimes make decisions that aren't necessarily in our best interest. So that's why we want to reach out to you all and provide this opportunity. 
some things that you can do right now to try to help align your finances in a better place moving forward. You know, looking back, we can't look back right now and beat ourselves up for the mistakes that we've made in the past. That doesn't really do us any good. The only thing that would possibly do is increase our levels of anxiety and stress, and we don't want to do that, right? I posted earlier this week uh, this idea that looking back is a waste of energy and we need to move forward. Just let's try to get through what we can do right now, especially for those of you in desperate situations. Please, let's focus on your survival of being able to make it through. And then when we get over this, then we can start making some of those better decisions that will help us improve financially. But right now it's kind of, let's, let's stay alive. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and get started? Uh, hi, Kim. Great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Jeff as well. Thank you for joining us and letting us know that the volume's working. Appreciate that. Uh, so as David said, we, we ask that uh, now is not the time to reflect on the past and beat ourselves up for the mistakes that we might have made or the decision, the wise decisions that we didn't make. Uh, we all have those in our arsenal, and unfortunately, they, they won't do us any good today. So we ask you to the best of your ability, do what you can today to protect yourselves and move forward. And then when all this subsides, then maybe we can take uh, more drastic measures and, and really get ourselves prepared uh, financially. Uh, but just take, we're going to cover nine tips today. Um, that might seem a little daunting. You don't have to do all nine tips today. Uh, you know, maybe do one tip, uh, cover it one point uh, each day of the week through to next week. You know, just take simple steps. Uh, don't uh, increase your anxiety. There's no, there's no point in doing that. And our, our goal here is to try to abate that anxiety. Um, again, before we go ahead and get started, there is a free downloadable that you can uh, down. If you click that link in the description, click that. Um, you can follow along with us. Uh, you don't have to require uh, provide us your email address or anything uh, that is yours for free, uh, no uh, uh, attachments attached to the attachment. Right. Yep, you can just click on it and it will open right up for you. All right, Mr. Husband, do you <laughs> want to go ahead and get started? Yeah, I think that um, one of the important things that we want to start off with is, is let's use the things that we have at our disposal right now, right? So one of the things that we have, uh, have uh, encouraged uh, individuals who have been contacting us to do is to download the digital app for every single financial institution that you are currently working with. So whether it's your credit cards, your banks, your credit unions, any of these financial institutions. So you want to have all of those available and have access to them. Now that means for some of these institutions that you have been maybe working with but not connected to that you have to set up a login ID and password. Even if you have, ha have already been connected to these institutions, one of the best steps that you can take right now is to change all of your passwords on your accounts. You want to protect yourself right now against fraud. These apps will allow you to stay connected, but what's important is, you know, especially during times like this, people prey on the insecurities and the inexperience of individuals. And so we can see, unfortunately, see uh, this happening. We're already seeing phishing emails going out to people, trying to get them to give people money in situations that may be nefarious. So protect yourself, protect your passwords, protect your accounts. So let's get those, those tools available to you right now. Um, the nice thing about the apps that you have available to you, especially for many of the banking apps, is they allow you to do your banking through your phone or on your computer, especially if you're no longer able to go into the bank. We know institutions all over the country 
that have closed up locations. So you're not able to just take a check and go deposit it, or you're not able to just take a check and go cash it. So start using those institutions, get familiar with how to make an, a, 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 a mobile deposit, how to check your balances, how to move money, because you may need to do that. The other thing is you may have to pay bills. So get used to paying those bills online if you haven't already done so. Exactly. Another reason that we want you to start using the mobile features is, one, because a lot of banks and credit unions are shutting down their branches. They're not closing, um, but you can't actually go into the bank or the branch in many instances. So going mobile will help you be able to access the money and still pay your bills so you don't fall behind, uh, don't, uh, don't drop your credit score. But the other reason we want you to start going mobile is um, we've read a lot of articles about the fact that cash and coins are actually dirty. We don't know if they're carrying uh, the virus with them. Um, and likewise, your credit and debit cards are also dirty. So uh, we ask that you go ahead and disinfect and uh, your, your, your credit cards and debit cards. Um, and then every time that you handle any kind of money or credit or debit card, as soon as you're done doing so, please wash your hands thoroughly. Uh, that way you hopefully uh, reduce the, the, the risk of transmission. Yeah, I would add one thing is important here. Um, there are a lot of folks who, especially those who are older, who are not experienced with using online technology uh, to be able to do their banking. If you know of someone, someone in your community, someone in your family who is older, you may just want to reach out to them and say, is there anything I can do to help you to make sure that you're able to take care of your financial transactions? This is one way that we can help older folks in our community. Many of them, we were working with one of our business partners recently, and that's what they said that their push is right now. We need to help elderly folks or just any individual who is not experienced with using online technology, help them get, get this. There are ways that you can ask, let them know you're doing this. Honestly, you don't want their passwords, you don't want their information but you can help walk them through getting set up. Exactly. For example, uh, my 65-year-old uh, aunt got a debit card for the first time because the teller told her that they will sh they're shutting down their branch and that that will be the only way she could get access to cash. And we know that older folks like to have access to cash. So we want to make sure that they don't feel like they can't access their money, um, but we also don't want them to take all their cash and hide it under the mattress. Uh, so uh, to the extent that you can help the older folks in your family, uh, 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 get more mobile with banking, that'd be awesome. Our tip number two out of nine here is to avoid non-necessary purchases if your income will be down. And I would also argue for most of us right now, uh, whether we think our income will go down now or, or not, um, to the extent that we can avoid doing so, let's not make unnecessary purchases. Uh, I can see that there's uh, a lot of us are uh, on our computers, we're home and we're bored. A lot of us are having martinis and wine and sometimes we might hop on Amazon because right now that might be the only entertainment that we have. But we don't want to increase our financial security by making purchases that we don't necessarily need. Focus spending, uh, your spending primarily on necessities, which right now for most of us is uh, medicine, food, uh, you know, just those really important things, paying our bills. Uh, we want to try to get you to stretch your, uh, and us as well, to stretch our money as far as possible. Because, I mean, the news today suggests that this could go on for another month. Um, so 
we don't know exactly how long this will take, and the longer it gets, the more risky it gets for all of us. So we want to make sure we can try to spread our money out as far as possible, right? One of the other things is by focusing on necessities, by taking care of what it is that we need to do to be able to make it through this time period, we will see areas or maybe funds open up in our spending that we can use to help other folks in need in the community. So that's why we want to encourage you to focus on your necessities because then you'll be able to see where you have money available to either help yourself with other things or help others. Now, if you're curious about how to do this kind of analysis or making sure you're only spending on the necessities, um, in the downloadable that we gave you, there's a link to our spending analysis. It's a free spending analysis tool that you can use, download it to be able to check to see where it is that I'm spending my money. I would encourage you to at least go back one month or maybe even three months to see kind of where your necessity spending is at. It gives you a good idea of how much money you have, especially for folks who are experiencing a drop in income. This is important, right? You especially want to focus on what are your necessities so that you can make it through. Yeah, the spending analysis will help you categorize all of your spending, and you can see if there are any outliers that might not necessarily be wise in today's environment. And if you see any outliers like that, then you have more information. You can go ahead and reduce the spending in that category. So like David said, you can protect yourself more or possibly free up cash to help those in your life or your community that might need some additional assistance. So click that link on the downloadable and get that free spreadsheet for yourself. And David, Mr. Olive, if you want to share with our community what we call money chunking. Right. So money chunking is something that John and I came up with when we were trying to figure out how to reduce our spending so we could pay off our $51,000 in credit card debt. And so I'll give you an analogy. Going to the grocery store, buying a pint of Ben and Jerry's, going home, and eating the whole thing. How are you going to feel later on in the week? You're going to want some of that Ben and Jerry's, right? Aren't you, John? <laughs> he uses that example all the time. Just because I like Ben and Jerry's, there's nothing wrong with it. All right. But <laughs> the idea is if you have half the pint of Ben and Jerry's, you can enjoy it now and later. And so that's the same analogy or same kind of story we want to create with our money, right? If we're going to be going out to do uh, takeout or if we're going to be ordering in um, – don't blow all your available wad on one uh, event or one time. So can you spread it out so that you're able to get that kind of experience maybe several times during the week or several times during the month? It allows you to be able to, especially being inside right now, many of us have this kind of stir crazy. We want to get out and be able to do things. But having somebody come to the door with food or going and picking up delivery may be the break mental break that some of us need, right? So if you can set aside the money to be able to do it over several time periods, that's what we call money chunking. So breaking your money down into small uh, pieces and spending it over that time period. So let me elaborate. So if you have $100 over the next two weeks to be able to spend however you wish to spend, and this is where you're kind of getting your quality of life from, you don't want to spend all that $100 the first weekend because what are you going to do for the, the, the other, what, uh, 13 days. We want you to spread that out as much as possible. So reserve for yourself $50 to spend the first week and 50 
$50 to spend for the second week. And you can stretch that out a little bit farther, and then your quality of life can last a little bit longer. Yes, that does mean controlling your spending on a day-to-day -day basis, but you get more uh, bandwidth for your dollars than you otherwise would. Hi, Dave. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Kimberly Crabtree. Thanks for joining us as well. Uh, tip number three. Uh, it was reported in the USA Today a uh, couple weeks ago. Um, and I think this is get, uh, increasing even more so now. But more and more credit card companies are uh, waiving fees, reducing fees, allowing you to uh, waive interest, uh, all sorts of ways to help people manage their finances right now. So tip number three is to contact credit card companies and ask uh, what opportunities are available to you for the credit cards that you have. Is forbearance available? Can you delay making monthly payments? Uh, is Are they going to waive interest uh, for you? Are there other fees that they can reduce or waive for you? One of the members of our credit card payoff group, um, she has actually called her in two weeks. One time uh, they waived the annual fee for her. The other time they reduced her interest rate for her. Um, I know a lot of people have feel anxiety when we say call your credit card company and negotiate your rates and fees. Um, the environment's a little bit more amicable to that right now. Um, their, their credit card companies and banks are trying to be a little bit friendly and easier to work with. So if there was ever a time to make that phone call, that time to make that phone call is now. And what this might do is free up a little bit of cash to help you get by on a day-to-day -day or a week-to-week -week basis. Um, to the extent that you can, again, continue to focus on spending that money on necessities and not on unnecessary expenses. Yeah. I think one of the other things to take into consideration here with this idea of contacting your credit card companies, many of us heard this idea that the Fed dropped interest rates by more than 1% 1, 1 over the last couple of weeks. Now, what does that really mean? Um, that means that the money that the Fed, the, the central bank, lends to other banks the amount of money they charge in interest to those banks, they dropped that amount. That means that your banks, your credit card companies, have the availability to possibly pass that on to you. Doesn't necessarily mean that they always will though. So contact them, ask them, has my rate dropped? How is this affecting me? You wanna make sure that if interest rates are dropping, that your credit card company, that your bank, wherever you have money that you have borrowed, Ask them, how can I take advantage of that? Because this will help reduce your expenses during this time period, especially for those folks who are suffering from income reduction. Exactly. And if your rates haven't dropped, then ask them why not and how, you can, how they can uh, make them drop for you. Uh, it takes just a little bit of courage, but as a member of our credit card found out, making that phone call has actually saved her uh, several hundred dollars a year. So make that phone call. Tip number four is to put all your online shopping into the cart and waiting before you hit purchase. This would go for Instacart as well as Amazon, maybe any other place that you make purchases. Um, there's a little online trick that, um, you know, all of these businesses, they want you to actually, they want you to buy their products or what it is that they have to sell. And if you put some, if you put a product or item in your cart and you don't make a purchase, but yet you, you wait for a couple of days to a couple of weeks, they get a little anxious and they think, okay, this person's not going to actually make this purchase. And so you, what you'll oftentimes find is that suddenly you'll get emails for a discount on the product, product that it is that you have sitting in that cart. 
um, or you'll see uh, uh, there'll be an update on the product description page that the, that there's a discount or the, the price the price of that product has been reduced. So use that little trick for yourself. Um, see if you can't maybe um, uh, save yourself a little bit of money with the um, essential spending that you that you do have to make online. Yeah. The other thing is it um, when you're doing making your online purchases. Use the tools that are available to help you get money back or reduce the cost. One of the things that we like is this browser extension called Honey. Uh, you can use it to get coupon codes. The nice thing I like is that when I go on to places like Amazon, uh, Target, uh, Walmart, all these other places that I have done shopping, there will be a little box that pops up that says check to see if there's a coupon code available for this purchase. And I've used it and I've actually gotten lots of discounts when I'm shopping online. Now, I don't do a lot of the shopping online. I was just going to say, I do the spending. So let me tell you a little bit more about how it works. So what this extension does is when you're making a purchase, before you hit the, 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 the purchase button, this window that David talked about will pop. There could be hundreds of thousands of discounts available to you. You click the, you click the, the search button, the search function on the, the Honey Chrome extension or the Honey extension. And it scours the internet for wherever there might be coupons for the products that you're planning on purchasing. And then it will automatically apply those discounts to wherever it is you're making that purchase. So you can actually save yourselves uh, you know, five to a couple hundred dollars depending upon what it is that you're purchasing. And again, in this environment, every penny counts. So even if you're only saving five bucks with a purchase from Aldi's uh, through Instacart, that's five dollars that you can use for a meal down the road or to help pay your bills. Uh, so that's a that's a tip we, we highly suggest you use. So in the downloadable that you can get on the in the comments, the one that we provided here in the comments, there's a link for that browser extension. So go ahead and open that down, open that uh, that uh, PDF, and then click on the link to Honey to go over and just add that extension to your browser. Tip number five. Five, five, um, is, uh, and this is contrary to the advice that we typically give. Um, but we want you to get online access to your emergency savings account and request to have either uh, checks, debit card, or ACH availability for that account. Our advice is typically to set up an emergency savings account at a bank or credit union that we say is an arm's length away, where you don't already have a relationship with, and our typical recommendation is to not get any of those convenient features such as checking debit card or ACH attached to that account so that it makes it harder for you to access that cash and more likely that you'll save that cash for an actual emergency. Well, this is a slightly different environment and we don't want it to be hard or challenging for you to get access to your emergency savings because there might be an a reason for you to access that cash uh, and you might not actually be able to get to your bank or credit union uh, because you can't leave the house or because they're not open uh, or you might have to drive farther to a, a, a sister branch. We want to make you sure that you can access this, these funds a little bit more easily. So uh, as early as possible, possibly even you know, Monday, um, contact your bank or credit union or wherever it is that you have your emergency savings account and figure out a way to get checking, debit card, or ACH availability on that account. So if you have an emergency, you can access those funds immediately. If you don't have an emergency, don't access those funds um, because we want to make sure that that's available for you when you actually do have an emergency, which might not necessarily be during this pandemic. Life will continue after this, and there could be emergencies that you need to protect yourself against in the future. Right. Uh, a couple of things here. 
first of all, John mentioned something called ACH. Now, ACH is Automated Clearinghouse. It's the tool that your banks use to send money back and forth. That's not a wire, but it's another tool that allows your banks or in financial institutions to send money back and forth. Setting that up, if you need to, you can transfer money from your emergency savings account to your primary bank. What happens is when you set that up, you send the instructions and contact your that institution to send money. It usually takes anywhere from about 28 to 48 hours for that money to show up at the other institution. That's why we want you to get this set up because if you need access to that money, you're probably going to need it quickly, right? So let's get these things set up. Again, this goes completely against what we would normally recommend because we want you to not use your emergency savings, but this is the time when you may need to use it. Good Second, job, husband. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> um, if you have questions about this, remember we're taking questions in the comments on the Debt Free Guys wall or in the Queer Money Facebook group. So if you're in the group and have a question, ask your question in the comments. If you're on our wall watching, ask your question there. If you're one of the other places and you have a question, just jump over to our page or into the Queer Money group if you're already a member of the group and ask your questions there. All right, tip number six. <laughs> And this also again goes against our standard advice. Um, apply for a zero interest on purchase, new purchases credit card <laughs> if you find that you'll need access to new funds or don't have an emergency savings account. We're typically not advising you to go out and apply for any kind of a credit card. Um, but in this instance, if your hours have been cut, if, you're, um, if, you, if you've lost your job or been furloughed, um, or if you don't have an emergency savings account, you might want to consider this tip. This tip isn't necessarily necessary for everybody. Um, but if you find yourselves in one of those financial security categories, apply for a zero interest on new purchases credit card if you think you'll fall into those categories. And what this will allow you to do is be able to make purchase, uh, make necessary purchases, but those purchases you won't be paying interest on. There are a couple of, for, and typically, you know, you won't have to pay interest on that for six months to 12 months to 18 months. So you'll have to do some research online and on the, the PDF that you can download for free under this description, we uh, provide a link to some of those uh, types of credit cards. Click that and research what the different terms and conditions are and find the card that's right for you. But you can, we, we highly suggest only using this credit card if uh, you find yourself in, emerg in an emergency situation um, or if uh, you're, uh, you can't cover your bills or you can't put food on the table, that's what this credit card would be for. You would not use this for, you know, trying to update your wardrobe. Um, you, you would not use this to buy, uh, you know, uh, to go out to, to have fancy food delivered to your house. You know, you want to use this uh, for the most essential items if you're not able to access other types of cash or, or, or funds. Yeah. So a couple of things. The two that I found online that are the best right now have a 15-month time frames where you're not going to have to pay interest on purchases during that first 15 months, which is great, especially if you need access to money until, say, for example, this $1,200 for individuals that the federal government is planning on providing individuals. If you're going to be in need of that money but don't have any right now, this zero interest on new purchases credit card is a way to basically bridge yourself until you have that money. 
But again, remember, be cognizant of how much money you're spending. You want to try to make sure you're not overextending yourself and you're spending money on your necessities. The other thing we would encourage you to do is if at all possible, spend your money, especially on these types of purchases with small businesses. We created a list of small businesses in the Queer Money Facebook group of business, online businesses. Look at that list or look at your local LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce to find a business if you're looking, if you do need to spend money, then spend it at a business that will help support and keep our community safe. Exactly. So again, that typically go, that goes against our standard advice. Um, and then as soon as this pandemic is over and everybody's back to work and everything's hunky-dory again, the, uh, that would be, should be your number one priority is to pay off that credit card as quickly as possible so that you avoid having to pay any interest on those, on those purchases. Uh, number, tip number seven. All right. So number seven um, is for those of you who already have credit card debt. If you have credit card debt and you're thinking that you may be in the risky category of not being able to make your payments, if you're at a point where you may be thinking that you could possibly lose your job or have an extended period of time where you're not going to be able to make payments, you may want to contact your credit card company and ask them about payment insurance on your credit cards. Now, the difficult thing here is some institutions are providing some sort of relief and support. Well, you want to take advantage of that. Some institutions may not be doing that. And if that's the case, if you have one of those institutions, then this may be kind of a backup plan B for you. If you basically what you're doing is you're signing up for insurance that when you cannot make a payment, if for whatever reason you're not able to make the payment, they will not hold that against you. You wouldn't be charged with fees. Uh, you wouldn't be, it wouldn't hit your credit report. All of these kinds of things, it prevents that from happening. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind here. Um, so the, the, uh, the US Government uh, Accountability Office found that premiums on credit card insurance ranged from about 85 cents to $1.35 per $100 of outstanding balance. A month. That, that's per month, right. So that means that on a $5,000 balance, you're probably going to be paying about $44 to $67. That sounds like, right, a month. That sounds, thank you. That sounds like Good a thing month. I'm here. Right. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, that, that sounds like a lot of money, but it also is money that could potentially protect you from getting into trouble and having your interest rates go higher when you would have to be paying even more money. So this to me is kind of one of those last resorts, but keep it in mind, you may have to, uh, to avail yourself of it. Tip number eight, Mr. Alton. All right, so one of the things that we've been hearing about, um, especially if you've been watching the news, is something called telehealth. Well, what is telehealth? Telehealth is basically being able to use a uh, phone service to contact a doctor, and then that doctor will basically, over the phone, review your symptoms or whatever issues that you are having to determine whether or not you need some sort of medical care. Now, one of the reasons why we want to encourage you to think about signing up for telehealth is there are thousands of medical professionals right now who are needed to help those individuals who are affected by the coronavirus. That may mean that your doctor 
your hospital may not be available to help you if you have something other than coronavirus to deal with right now. Or a life-threatening life, uh, life emergency. Right. Well, life-threatening emergency is always. You're going to want to use 911. You want to go to the hospital, right? But those other things, like say, for example, you come down with a sore throat or your allergies are bothering you and you need to get a prescription refilled, but you're not able to contact a doctor. Well, that's what telehealth does is it provides you with access to doctors who can do these kinds of things over the phone. Let's reduce our reliance on doctors by using these kinds of services. And one of the ones that we encourage or have worked with in the past is called Health Sapiens. Um, what they basically do is they have a monthly subscription where you basically sign up to be able to call if you need, contact a doctor. The crazy thing about this is it's cheaper than the vast majority of us would pay in a copay to go see a doctor. So there's a link in that downloadable that we shared so you can get some more information on what Health Sapiens does. I will tell you they do a health side of it. They also have a mental health side. And I've already seen a lot of comments on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram about individuals talking about their mental health. If you're not able to work with or need to work with a medical health professional, they have those available for you over the phone too. Especially for those of you who are, are currently working with someone and aren't able to, this may be an important step for you. Yeah, the work that, that, that these telehealth companies are doing specifically with uh, mental health issues is, is phenomenal because you can actually hop on a, 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 it's almost like a FaceTime or, or a Zoom where you're, you can speak one-on-one -on -one with a mental health professional. So if you're, especially if you're feeling any increased anxiety because of the environment that we're in or um, you're anxious because you're stuck in your home alone, um, that's, it's a great resource to help you with, with uh, mental health issues. Uh, we've uh, heard of several people using it for that reason, and um, it's helped them greatly. So uh, don't, uh, don't ignore your mental health uh, during this crisis. Uh, that's as important as anything else. Just add uh, that uh, thank you, Kevin Schroeder, for, uh, for um, your comment here on the Facebook wall. Yes, there are a lot of healthcare companies right now that are providing these kinds of services. So, of course, first, if you already have in health insurance, check with your current health provider to Great see idea. if they have telehealth available to you. This will provide you without having to pay anything extra. Hi, Liz, Teresa. We love you, too. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right, tip number nine. Everything looks backwards. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> if your income will not be impacted uh, with uh, the pandemic or for whatever reason, we encourage you to increase your contributions to your emergency savings account because we don't know, like I said earlier, how much longer this will last. It sounds like we're looking at another month ahead of us and possibly longer. Um, so it would behoove all of us to try to save as much money as possible uh, in case things Hopefully this doesn't happen, but in case things get worse or we're stuck in this situation for uh, more months than we uh, you know, already have experienced. The other thing that we can do for those of us who can afford doing so, um, if we have the additional uh, uh, cash available or uh, we haven't lost income, as David mentioned earlier, be generous with the organizations that help those in our community, especially the LGBTQ community. A lot of the organizations such as the Trevor Project, uh, uh, William Way Foundation, all sorts of uh, organizations, um, they have increased demand right now too um, because uh, a lot of people are anxious. Uh, 
a lot of people need need help, even though they might not necessarily be dealing with the coronavirus. Um, there's a lot of increased anxiety, and, and, and people need help. And those organizations, they need our help as well. So for those of us who have the extra cash and, and, the, and the flexibility to do so, um, it, it would help our community and, and, and the general population if we can use that money to uh, make do business with some small businesses or to donate to the, the organizations that help all of uh, help all of us survive during these times. Yeah, um, I, I would also encourage you to think about like John just mentioned, um, supporting the LGBT community. Uh, there's a discussion in the Queer Money Facebook group where we're posting organizations and many of you have posted organizations that right now are in need. So please take a look at that list. You can see what organizations will help if you don't have one already that you're working with. Um, I also want to remind you that this is just the beginning. John and I are going to be doing at least two more of these types of events uh, or these Facebook Lives. Next week, we're going to be doing one specifically around reducing expenses. How can you immediately reduce some of your expenses? What kinds of expenses can you immediately reduce? So uh, make sure that you take a look at the, the event that we have coming up next week. Uh, at this time, we'll go ahead and, uh, and sh of course, share that out. The other thing I would ask, John and I cannot reach thousands of people who need help without people like you. You provide us the help that we can help other folks. Not, uh, it's unfortunate that, especially in our community, there are lots of people who just didn't get the kinds of financial education that they need to be able to survive during times like this. So please, if you don't mind, share this with someone or out onto your streams for so that folks who are in need may be, may be able to see this. Uh, next week, I said we were talking about how you can uh, reduce your spending. The week after that, we're going to be talking about how you can make some money right now. Exactly. So that, that, that covers the, the nine suggestions that we have. Again, click the link in the description, get the downloadable. It covers everything that we just talked uh, talked about on this Facebook Live. Of course, you can watch this again if you want to. And you can always direct message us or, or uh, post a comment or a question in the Queer Money Facebook group. But while we're all connected right now, um, let us know if you have any questions now. Uh, feel free to post any questions in any of the comment sections of any, any of the pages that this is streaming on. And we're happy to, to answer those questions now. Um, oh. And that's doing a good job of scrolling. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any questions right now. Um, one of the things I, I would also encourage many of you to do um, right now is a time period when we have some extra time, right? We're not necessarily driving to work if you are not going, if you're not working, if you're working from home. Um, we're not spending as much time getting ready to, to, uh, to go to work. We have our, we're sitting around in our sweats, right? right? Like who's doing uh, your yeah, hair? Yeah, nobody, clearly nobody's doing my hair. My hair is getting very big. Um, My barber is still doing yeah, his job. Right. It's easy for you. <laughs> um, but one of the things I would encourage you to do is set some time aside in your weekly time allotment to do a little bit of money studying. Keep up or figure out ways that you can improve. This is a huge opportunity for many of us. We have extra time. We can have fun with that extra time by playing games with folks. Uh, in our family or whoever we're living with um, or online, um, reading books, watching Netflix, all those kinds of things that can sometimes help us mental with our mental health. But one of the other great things is this may be your opportunity to actually learn how to do something financially that you didn't know how to do before. 
So I would encourage you to set some time, some time aside. One of the things you can do is listen to our podcast, but there's lots of tools available out there for you. Exactly. We have a question from uh, Jones DJ. He says, why would you not use emergency uh, funds for an emergency? Absolutely. Uh, you know, th if you find yourself in an emergency situation and you have emergency savings to tap into, definitely use that, that money if you have it available. Um, be very judicious about what you define as an emergency. Um, you don't want to uh, uh, spend money on something that's not necessarily qualifies as an emergency. Um, if you don't have the emergency savings available to you, uh, that's why we have some of the other suggestions, such as getting one of those um, uh, zero interest on new purchases credit cards. Uh, but if you do have an emergency and you have emergency savings fund, um, definitely uh, use that cash that you have available to you. And then as soon as you can, uh, replenish those funds uh, for any future emergencies that you might have. As David was talking about, um, now is a great time to uh, improve your financial education if you need to do so. Uh, we are offering, uh, to help those uh, in this crisis, uh, we are offering a 50% discount uh, on our Budget Buster bundle uh, by using discount code 50. So if you go to the guys shop, click on the Budget Buster bundle, you can get that uh, bundle for half price by using discount code 50. Uh, and we walk you through step by step how to create a budget uh, that also includes the spending analysis that we talked about before, as well as a spending reduction worksheet that helps you figure out where you can save every little penny. Uh, we have another question. Um, Liz, is, Liz Teresa is going to share this. Thank you so much, Liz. We appreciate it. Um, also, where can we buy those t-shirts? I want to. Um, I keep. You, Liz does our manages our website. I want to be able to uh, sell this on our website, but we don't have um, the the production to be able to do that right now. Right. Um. But uh, maybe uh, uh, we might need to purchase new ones. So maybe what we'll do is figure out a way to get that out to people. Uh. But uh, hopefully someday soon. Uh. Kevin Loader asks any recommendations with American Express? That's a David question. Well, I, I guess uh, I'm, I'm not exactly certain what kind of recommendations you have with American Express. Um, what you're asking for. for? Yeah, exactly. What What is you're specifically asking for? Um, there are some uh, American Express credit cards out there uh, that have great features on them, especially for individuals who are looking for cash back. Uh, they have a, a pretty decent cash back card where it gives, a, gives you 1.5% cash back. Um, they are, they're, they are, th I think they are also one of the cards that is currently offering that 15 month time period with no, uh, with no interest on new purchases. Give me just one second here, Kevin. I'm going to quickly jump over to a, one of our pages on our site. Um, while David's pulling that up, um, th this applies all the time, uh, but especially now, um, whatever credit card that you do decide to apply for. Um, regardless of what the, the, the perks are. It's uh, very important to review the terms and conditions. And keep in mind, um, you know, banks are being a little bit friendly right now, but very often these perks that they provide, whether they're travel rewards points or uh, air, airline miles or cashback, these are incentives that they use that aren't necessarily designed to help you succeed. It's to encourage you to use the credit card and typically uh, these credit card companies are looking for you to carry a balance from month to month. And that's, that 
carrying a balance from month to month is not in your best interest. Uh, so yes, these perks are enticing, um, but they can go against you. They can they can they can uh, hurt, hurt you financially if you don't pay that balance off from month to month. So be very careful when you apply for these credit cards um, that you don't put yourself into a worse worse financial position than you otherwise would be without it. Right. So I did a quick check, uh, Kevin, and uh, that your uh, what you asked was correct. Um, so the American Express cash card is the one that um, does have uh, cash back, although it's 1%, not 1.5, as I just had mentioned. So correction to what I just said there. Um, they do have that zero APR or zero interest on new purchases for the first 15 months. Uh, and the nice, other nice thing is this card uh, offers $150 cash back when you spend $1,000 in the first three months, first 90 days. So if you are trying to bridge over, say for example, from now until you get that $1,200, this, this card could actually be a, a way for you to turn $1,200 into $1,350 by getting that extra $150 cash back if you spend that $1,000 in the first three months. So that's a little hack right there that maybe gives you a little bit of extra money. Again, it's not any good to get any cash back or any extra uh, back if you're just going to carry a balance. So please make sure you're, if at all possible, paying those balances off so you don't pay that extra interest. Exactly. Um, uh, Gonzalo Cerrone Brooks says, greetings from Peru. Oh, that's cool. Hi from, hi from America to Peru. Um, you guys are my favorite couple. Thank oh. you. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks for everything you do. Uh, well, thanks for saying that, uh, Gonzalo. We, we appreciate it. Um, uh, David and I have a passion about this. Uh, we, we love talking about money. We found ourselves in uh, financial precarity years ago, and we know that a lot of people in our community uh, struggle with it. And so uh, we want to help our community in, in the way that we, we know how. So it, it's an honor to, to do that, and we appreciate you saying that. Um, do you have – there are other feeds that we're using. Does anybody yeah, have not, any questions I'm not seeing else? any questions coming from anywhere else. Uh, so, um, yeah. Well, it looks like we might have come to the end of this. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. Thank you for your engagement and your questions. Uh, again, if you have any questions for us following this, feel free to direct message us uh, through Facebook or Instagram, uh, or also ask a question in the Queer Money Facebook group. That's our preference, because if you have a question, there's a good chance that somebody else in the Facebook group has a question, and they might not necessarily have the courage to ask it. So. Um, but however it is you, you, you uh, want to communicate with us, uh, please connect with us. Again, as David said, next Sunday, April 5th, we're going to cover at the same time, 2 p.m. 2 Eastern time, uh, seven ways to trim your budget right away. Uh, and we'll provide a link to that uh, Facebook event so you can uh, set a reminder for yourself. As well as April 12th, we're going to cover seven ways to make money right away. Uh, and we'll provide a link to that in the comments as well so you can set a reminder for yourself. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, we do this to help you, so having you join us uh, means the world to us. Uh, and if anybody needs any special attention, uh, feel free to reach out. Thank you again. Love seeing all of you. And for, uh, there are lots of folks in our community who need help financially. This is one of the ways that you can help them. Yep. Thank you. Have a great day. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.